to you live from Studio 401. It's the Go Talk Podcast. <laughs> We good? We good to go? We good to record? Hey, what it do, good people? It is your host with the most, Chico, um, coming to you with another episode of the Goat Talk Podcast. How y'all living this um this wonderful this wonderful evening? Um, it is about around like it's a little about around, a little after ten where I'm at. I'm in Oklahoma on some on some business, moving weight. You know what I'm saying? Call me Pablo Escobar. Nah, <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> Not really, but I am in Oklahoma. But um, they say, how y'all living, man? How y'all how y'all doing? Just y'all living it up? How's y'all how's how's life going on for y'all? Me, it's just gone. It's just going. I'm just living. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> but uh, today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the top albums of 2022. And man, when I say I've been putting off recording this episode because Bro, this was the hardest thing I've ever. I think this was the hardest episode I've ever had to make. Um, the hardest, one of the hardest lists I've ever had to make because it was a lot of, quite a few, quite a few albums that I had. More than a quite a few. Um, before I before I ne- get into the narrow down um version of of before I get into the before I get into my list, I just want to highlight some of the albums that have came out because last year. <clears throat> I didn't do as much of a good job keeping up with all the albums because twelve months is a long year, so it was it was a whole lot of albums I forgot about. So this time I made sure to like write down every album and some of well, try to get as much albums as I could. I'm pretty sure I forgot a few here and there. But for the most part, Nas dropped the album, Nas and Hit Boy, my bro Z Wells dropped the album, Joseph, Roddy Rich, Dave East, Big Walk Dog, Big Walk Dog, Kodak, Smino finally dropped his album. Division dropped the album. Jeezy and DJ Drama dropped the album. Trap Boy Freddy, Arkansas Stand Up dropped the album. Yeah, I said Nas nice. King's Disease 3. Um, T Grizzly. That was T Grizzly album, Chapter of the Trenches. Bro, that. Okay, yeah. T Grizzly, G Herbo, Survivor's Remorse, Lil Baby, Kid Cuddy, YG, Peasy, Freddie Gibbs, Yo Gotti, Mozzie, Luke, STG, 42 Doug, Lil Dirk, Saba. Code of the Fiend, Code of the Friend, Gunna, Corday, Ivory Omar, we uh John Baptiste, and I'm just saying for all 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 categories of music, not just hip hop and rap, just a little I got a little R and B, a little bit of everything. Some of my favorite artists I've been keeping up with, some new artists I've been keeping up with. Um Black Black Blacksit, I don't know how to say his name. I think I'm saying his name wrong. Um B L X S T F I forget how you say it, but also Joey Badass, Future. K Dot finally dropped his long-awaited album. Five years we've been waiting for K Dot to drop. Jack Harlow, Lupe Fiasco, Young Boy, Dreezy dropped the album finally. Her long-awaited album, in my opinion, because I'm a big Dreezy fan. The Game, Meg The Stallion, Fabio Foreign, Larry June, Jiddy Jid, Rick Ross, CMG The Label. But a whole lot of people dropped music. So in my opinion, it was a pretty good year for music, man. And those are just, yeah, those, like I said, those are just something that, those are just, I think a majority, but I'm pretty sure I missed a few. But um, I had to, it was very tough for me to narrow down this list. And before I get into the list, I want to kind of give a criteria for um, how I how I came from 10 to, <coughs> damn, excuse me, 
Yeah, I'm like I'm always I'm always coughing every time I record. <sighs> but um this this is the bet I would narrow it down to the top ten of twenty twenty two. And my criteria bars you gotta um gotta gotta honor the bars, bars production, how the album ages, how the body of work ages, features, hype anticipation. Was it a highly anticipated album and did that highly anticipated album live up to the hype? Um, small details for me, like small production type things, I, I that that kind of holds a lot of weight for me. Um, how it flows collectively, like I said, with the production and also the instrumentation used. How um, another thing that's I'm starting to realize for me is important, especially when like judging the whole body of album, is how that first song, how it hits. Because for me, like that first song of the album, that's like that that you got to come with the heat. Like with every time, I feel like every time, like the first song of the album just like goes off. They, it just it just sets the tone for the rest of the album for me. So I kind of hold a lot of weight for that first song. <clears throat> and like the sound, how how the album sounds, just the overall sound. If like the, all the songs on the album sound the same, I kind of like ding you a few points. If it, you just overall uh, collectively just a whole just expand your expand your um just expand your sound. Just not having a whole. Every song that sounds the same, because after a while it just sounds repetitive. It just gets to sound repetitive, in my opinion. So those are some of the things I'm looking for. Some of the cons, some things I'm taking away from some of the albums is if um if the album has too many features, or if the like I said, if the songs get to sounding the same, type stuff like that. I'm really, I'm really yeah. That's really how I'm judging the albums is like, and also how it ages. If I don't go back to it much, but yeah, like I said, I've have. This was really, really hard for me, and I did my, I did my very, I did my very best because, man, this is hard. This is really hard. But also, um, one more thing before I get into it, I also would like to, another thing because um, a few people dropped some collab albums, and there was also, in addition to the albums, the albums that dropped that I did read off, there's also some CMG the label they dropped their album. Um, Young Dolph's label, Paper on Empire, they dropped their album. Uh, Lil Durk's label, they dropped the album. So, but I don't really, I don't really though the like the label albums, the collab albums. For me, I can't um include those because those are multiple artists. So it's not like one artist leaving his whole, his whole, his whole different type of sound. And no artist can get features. But if it's like if you collabing with an artist, if you're collabing with the artist, then it kind of just like takes away. It's like y'all going half on it. So I can't really give you all the praise or all the hate it kind of goes halfway so yeah like a few collab albums like um drake and 21 savage her loss which is a really great album but unfortunately it can't be from the top albums of 2022 from the reasons like i said in my opinion metro Boomin also dropped his album but also metro Boomin is a producer so uh is there so but without further ado let's get to it at number 10 we have the game dramatic and when i first heard when I first heard that album, I was like, um, I really wasn't expecting the game album, but a lot of the shit you don't really like, don't really expect, but similar to bet, but like that was a very good album for me. Um, uh, let's see. I like the samples. He, he used quite a few different samples. He had bars like always like with the game, you know, he's going to rap, he going to rap his ass off because the game is always, he, he, he is a very good lyricist. So that that game was a very good album. Let me um, uh, some of my favorite songs from the album was La La Land, uh, 
La La Land changed the game. Money Cash closed. And like what like Money Cash closed, I think is my favorite song off the album because it had that I forgot which I don't I know what the song was sampled, but I don't know exactly which song he sampled. But and yeah, and yeah, ASAP Rocky with a feature. Which was really, I really like that feature because a lot of the features on this album, it, they like did, because of features, you got to like, with the feature, does a song, does it elevate the song or does it just really just another verse? You just get to the song for an artist you get. So I also look at that and for the majority of it, all of his features was good. Money, Cash, Clothes, Talk To Me Nice, um, Chrome Slugs and Harmony, G Herbo came in with a nice ass feature and Lil Wayne had a dope ass feature. Changed the game, like I said, with Ty Dollar Sign. That's another. That's another. He used some kind of sample, I, I think, but he also had that West Coast authentic type sound. And I think Hit Boy was all over that with his production. And you can tell, like, that song, like, that song bump. And then he also had uh, La La Land, like I said, um, Outside with YG. And then he also had, like, Burning Checks um, with Fabio Fong. So he just, it was all around good album. And also, like, um, when I like after I first heard the album, the name of the album is the game Drillmatic, and um, for a lot of people, if you don't know, I don't know if he was trying to like pay homage to the goat, the the greatest of all time, Nasty Nas, with um his Nasty Nas's iconic album Illmatic and Drill, like Drill type rap music and today. So I don't know if he was trying to combine the two or not, but it was a great album. But my critiques for the album is it just. For one, it had for me it had too many features, even though they were great features. I wish he could have had maybe just like maybe make maybe like two or three less features. But even though all the features are great, I'm just it's really hard for me to get to nitpicking. It was a great album overall. It was a little bit long, twenty eight songs. So, and also he had a hell of a budget because he had all, hella features. But hey, I don't know how the budgets. I guess he, I guess he just um I don't know how that shit works. But hey. Label throwing in the money or if his money or his label. But um another thing I didn't like about the album was the diss towards Eminem. Um eight ma the eight mile slim shady diss. For me, I felt like that was kind of unwarranted because like to far to my knowledge, Eminem has never really cause he kind of he kind of tried to, in my opinion, he kind of tried to make Eminem kind of portray a bad image of Eminem. Uh, as we know, all um, if you don't know, Eminem is a is a white rapper, so he kind of felt like he's kind of saying like Eminem was just, uh, he got famous because of he was just trying to I guess like fit in with the culture, like be black type shit. But I was like, that's I feel like that was a really bad shot. But um, because Eminem is was discovered by Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre West Coast, Dr. Dre West Coast um, producer from from Cali, so is the game. So maybe. I mean, the game felt kind of slighted because his career didn't have the same kind of trajectory as Eminem's did, even though he does have the talent. But him, some of his personal issues and off um, some personal things he's had to take care of, I think that kind of like brought his career back. But he's always had the ability to rap. So, yeah, so um, as number 10, like I said, too many features and the Eminem diss and not really a fan of that. I'm a, I'm a huge Eminem fan. So, yeah, I had to take some points off for that. But then let me get straight to it. At number nine, we have Lil Baby, Only Me. And with this album, I ain't gonna lie. When I first heard it, I was not the biggest fan for a few reasons. One, because like when it, before this album dropped, I was like, man, his previous album, um, My Turn, I was like, man, that 
That album was that album was no skips at all. He had a nice deluxe, all his original from the original songs of the album. It was dope as hell. No skips. Some of my favorites was from um so yeah, but anyways, I haven't before I get to some of the favorites from this current album, only me. Some of my favorites from his um shit, what am I gonna say? But yeah, um my time it was just so successful, like uh I feel like he should have got a Grammy for that. He was nominated, but he didn't. But um, I just felt like he it was it would take a lot for him to live up to that because how because of how good my turn was, and because of how great that album aged, I still go back to that album. And I remember just like hearing the deluxe version when COVID first came out, and I was just like, yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, little baby is in a he's elevating. He's become like one of them, like one of them, like one of the best in this generation type type shit. So with this one, at first, like I said, I didn't really like it, but like again, like a lot with a lot of albums, you have to sometimes give it time. You're not gonna always like it on the first listen, the second listen. You gotta come back to it, and um, so it took me it took me quite a few listens to get into it. But then I finally did. I was like, okay, this shit is kind of nice actually. So like, some of my favorite songs from the album was California Breeze, which is that's a nice it's just a nice vibe to it. And he 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 got little baby had his own nice type flow at first. Another thing, when I first started listening to it, I was like, man, all the songs kind of sound the same at first. Like, he has his own unique type flow and just kind of makes, sometimes at first kind of makes every song sound the same. But again, like I said, California Breeze, perfect timing, never hating, forever. Like, 5 through 8, just is like no skips at all. And then Real Spill was pretty, um, was a pretty good song. Um, Waterfall Flow, again, another dope-ass song. Double Down, Cost to Be Alive. That's another one of my favorite songs from the album because um, him and Rallo Rodriguez, I feel like they pretty they complement each other pretty good. I've become more of a Rallo fan throughout the years. He got that song with Pooh Shiesty, good Pooh Shiesty feature, Shiest Talk, R- No Flies on Russian Roulette, back and forth, like really minimum a minimum skips type album. And just, I've, I've, I was like, it was really it would have been really hard for him to, um, Top my turn, but it's it's um it's a very good sophomore album. He didn't like a lot of artists. They have a sophomore type slump, like their second album is sometimes not as good as their first album. But I feel like well, baby did good and um he did pretty good and not like disappointing with his second album is what I'm pretty much trying to say. So very solid, a solid flow, of a great all around album. Very minimum skips, like I said. So I have to give that to number nine. I still go back to it. Um, but not as much as some of the other albums that have come out this year. So again, I give it number nine. <clears throat> Let me slow down a little bit. I kind of feel like I'm talking too fast. I feel like it's because I'm a little nervous, but I am. But I am. But I'm just like, yeah. Let me let me sip on a little some song. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Number nine. Got to number nine and number eight. We have Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. And with this one, as I said in, um, earlier in the episode, Kendrick Lamar, this was a long way down. It was like five plus years. It was like we've been waiting on a new Kendrick Lamar album damn near. Yeah, like I said, it's been five plus this We've been waiting for a long time. It's been hella speculation. It was like... Uh, Cause I like follow him on social media. And st- I thought this album was gonna come out like two plus years ago. Cause he would always do like drop like little snippets and stuff. Like one one commercial I seen with him and Georgia Smith, and he was just like he was just doing some ran- the most random shit, like just laying on a 
like those um like them lights that be in parking lots and shit. He was just up there chilling. And I seen some like on his Instagram and stuff just like him pictures with him on the beach and there's like like he had pictures like him in the studio recording shit. So I've been waiting. And then like bef- a little bit before the album finally um finally released, he had um him and his cousin he finally like came out cause he hadn't done features or anything really. He just like really been ghost working on his album type shit, like ducked off. And then him and baby Keem, his cousin, he dropped like family ties and a few, a few things. And in that feature, he was like, he hinted at the new music that would be coming soon. And, um, it was in family ties. He was like, new flows coming. Be patient, brother. I was like, that's another. Okay. That's what I was like. Okay. He, that one's coming soon. That one's coming soon. Be patient. Be patient. And I was like, and then it, but I remember when I was on Twitter and when I find when it was finally announced and how he announced it. And it was, I think it was, he quoted someone's tweet saying about when is Kendrick going to be um dropping soon. And and then he, he quoted that too. He was like, I think he dropped the data. I don't remember what exactly it was, but like after he did that, like everybody on it, everybody on Twitter, everybody on social media, they went crazy because it was a very much anticipated album. In my opinion, is it is a very clear consensus of who the best rapper in this generation is, hands down, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I have to say it. I have to promote my agenda. <laughs> but nah, but for real though, like yeah, the like that's 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 another reason why I, like so much hype, so much anticipation. Even if you just like the middle of the pack, Kendrick Lamar fan, you're just excited because you just know how great he is, the greatest of this generation. Greatest of all time is Nasty Nazir. I've been I've been constant on that. Greatest of this generation is Kendrick Lamar. Close second is Drake. Not Drake. J. Cole. Ooh. Tripping. <laughs> but yeah, and um, so yeah, like a lot a lot of um a lot of hype coming to that album. And before he dropped that album, he the single two that I think the single for that album was The Heart Part Five. And and that that's when I heard that, I was like, ooh. He he it was like he just he just like fine wine age is like fine wine. He always just finds different ways to just get better at sharpen his craft. Just t- age just flows, bro. He he just he just don't he don't miss. He doesn't miss. Now, um before I get more analysis onto the album, uh it was a lot of um a lot when it first came out it was a lot of mixed reviews. People it was overall consensus that people liked it, but it was like he kind of he kind of like which me I knew he was gonna when he said new flows come and be patient brother, I was like okay maybe this album is gonna be something different from what he did in his previous bodies of work from Pimp My Butterfly, um, um, Good Kid, Mad City, Section Eighty. It'll be a different maybe it'll be a different type vibe and that's exactly what um I got. Um, it started out good. United in Grief, N ninety five. Um, he had a, some great features with Kodak, which is like Silent Hill, which is one of my favorite songs on the album. And a lot of people say, um, it was, it was a feature with him and Kodak Black. A lot of people say Kodak Black kind of like watched him, but it was like, yeah, but it was also, he, Kodak, he used that song to like collaborate with Kodak, like to elevate Kodak Black. Because when I heard that, I was not expect of all, a lot of features with a Kendrick Lamar album, I was, Kodak Black was like not someone I was expecting to see. So it kind of felt like, um, Kodak like went into a little Kodak lane just to like expand his sound, like get in his bag deeper. And it was like it was a great ass song, like um, Mr. Morale. Uh, that was that got a lot of um, I got a lot of um, different. Oh no, not Mr. Morale, but We Cry Together. That music video, that song was crazy. 
like that song in itself was was a crazy ass song. Like you just see Kendrick just doing different shit, just going off, just just doing like you ain't never heard nobody do no shit like that. And if you have, I would like you to send me the song link because I ain't heard nothing like that. When I first heard we cried together, I was like, hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but it, I was like, bro, this shit, like, this is this this is greatness. Hey, you you can't you can't really like knock it because like, yeah, bro, it's just goats being goats, like. Expanding his sound, doing something different, which another thing I like. I like when artists just like go outside their comfort zone. That's another thing. Um, that it's uh it gives it's points for them, brownie points for them because going out your comfort zone is hard, and a lot of times that's a that's what sep- separates the good artists from the great artists. From the, in my opinion, it's like your ability to step outside your lane, step outside your comfort zone, expand your bag. You know, you know what I mean. Now, I mean. And it was like, and it was also it, when it was announced, it was like it was gonna be like a double album. And when I first heard that, I thought when he said double album, it was gonna be like two different albums. But it was really like, uh, um, one it was like uh, they how we numbered the album. It was it was an eighteen song album, but it was like one through nine, like a two part album. Nine part, nine songs on one part, nine songs on the other part. And uh, at times you can tell how it, it and for me, album sounded it it didn't sound. Hmm, how do I want to say this? For me, since I'm a I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, I mean, I so I, I I guess that gives me a little bit more bias towards him. Not I guess, it, I mean it it does, but I'm also like if it was if the album was trash, I'm gonna say it's not good. So, but to me, it was a it was a pretty good album. It doesn't have as much replay value for me, but some songs do. Like We Cry Together, Count Me Out, Silent Hill. I still go back to this album, but man, like I said, not as much. But it's still an overall solid album to me. That's why I have it at number eight. <clears throat> and at number <coughs> shit, at number seven we have Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs that's with his album Soul Sold Separately. And with Freddie Gibbs, bro, I'm a, I've been um I've been I've been I'm a huge Freddie Gibbs fan. I was I've been waiting for that album for like some time because before that album finally released, he had to re- drop like four singles. And for like a lot of people who don't know, like um, if you don't know, like when before an artist drops an album, they have to drop like a couple of singles to like get people excited for the album. So like you get you when your singles do crazy, and that means your label will, mo- will push your album faster out because they got people they know people are excited to hear it. And he, so he had to he had to um, he had to drop four singles. Thankfully, none of the singles was on the album. And he had to he dropped um four things with Big Sean, just him and Big Sean spitting bars back to back. Gang sounds with him and Schoolboy Q. And he had um Black Illuminati with him and Jada Kiss. And then Big Boss Rabbit. I liked all those songs, but though which were singles for his album. But um man, when I first heard Soul Soul Separate, I was like, yes. Because again, like I, uh, a lot of people might not know who Freddie Gibbs is, but because he's from Gary, Indiana, he has his own I wasn't gonna say his own type sound, but he's just like ain't nobody else from Gary, Indiana. So yeah, like so I guess he does have his own type sound. I ain't gonna say nobody's from Gary, Indiana, but like no major type artist that at least that I know of <clears throat> who's gone. I'll say who's gone mainstream again. I'm just speaking off what I know. Excuse me, and um and like I like I said when Criteria like from the first from from the first song I was like yeah. Cause I'll, it's another thing when artists live up to their potential that I know they have. It's it, it's it's just a it's just a great feeling. Cause like artists like uh, uh, Freddie Gibbs, Corday, G Herbo, 
some of the artists, some of the artists that people sleep on because a lot of people like knock them for their flow, like G Herbo. I know Freddie Gibbs for I don't know why people be hating on Freddie Gibbs, and I ain't gonna defend everything. He's had some um, issues in the past. I ain't gonna talk. I just with me, I just strictly for music. I don't pay attention to none of the other stuff. None of that stuff outside the studio. I try to keep it strictly on music. And like I said, could it be done? And I was just like, when with that with that track, I was like, yeah, it's just like the combination of people who didn't believe in him. Like everybody said that album couldn't be done, but it was finally done. And Kelly Price with a uh, another another solid another solid feature. Her singing the hook, like bro, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, Freddie, and he just kept that energy going. Back blackest in the room, pain and strife. Offset elevated that feature. Zipper bags, too much. One of my favorite songs in the album is um him and Anderson Pack. They um he and Anderson Pack they have a pretty good history collabing. They dropped um him and Anderson Pack dropped Giannis. It was another dope ass song. Um, I'm I'm a huge Anderson Pack fan, so like when some of my favorite artists collab, I'm like yeah, cause hey that with that song um feel no pain that song that song went the fuck off. Like it elevated. Like Anderson Pack always comes comes with a good feature. He's a one of those solid artists. I'm not, I feel like a lot of people don't know about, but um, he he's hella dope. He has Anderson Peck is hella talented. He can sing, dance, bro. He can sing, dance, right? He can do all that shit, bro. Play, he can play the drum, guitar, bro. He is a hella talented artist. People don't really know about. And then he had PYS, which is um with another good song. Um, I feel like an underappreciated song because who is featured by DJ Paul, but that song went off. Grandma stuff. He had a music soul child feature. Like, but who music music soul? I ain't heard music soul sound um being relevant in the future in like some years. That's like a early two thousands R and B artist. So like with certain features, it's like damn, you was able to get this. So I give it like I said, elevate that a little bit more, and especially if the feature is great, which it was. Yeah, CIA decoded a Scarface, and he had a solid um feature with Pusha T, Gold Rings. So, <clears throat> and again, um, a lot of like I said, um. With Freddie Gibbs, it's been known like he at first Freddie Gibbs was signed to Jeezy, um, and that didn't work out at first. It didn't work out, and he and I like also like when artists kind of like, like I say like exp like expand their sound like when they can admit they've done wrong or things they did like stuff like that. I I fucks with that because he um he kind of in that album I, I don't know which song it was exactly, but he gets into what happened with Jeezy and he and he kind of admits how he kind of wish he would handle it better from what I've got from that. And so that takes as especially if, especially with person someone like Freddie Gibbs who's like just known to always be starting shit really and <laughs> just yeah it's something like this I'm like for him to admit that I'm like yeah and then he also had like the production the production is great and then it's like at the end of like a lot of the songs in the album it's got like that um uh welcome it's like that woman doing the doing uh I don't know exactly how to say it but you you would just hear it in the production especially at the end of the songs. And it's like every every song flowed perfectly into the next song, and the features are also great. Like Lobster Omelet with Rick Ross, Rick Ross is always does great features and like so. And it was very minimum. He it was a fifteen song album, and about I guess I say five six five six was um was a feature. So he had to also he had a even though the six of them had features, he also had a chance to like show what he could do with not getting features. So he had a very good mix and very minimum skips. Really, it's just, and when I say very minimum skips, it really just like depends on what I'm trying to listen to. Cause like some songs I like more than others, but 
overall, like nine of it, nine point uh, eight point five nine of out of a ten for an album. <clears throat> so I have that at number seven. At number six, I have Nasty Nazir, the goat, the greatest of all time. Stop fucking playing with it. Stop playing with. Stop playing with Nas, man. Stop playing like he ain't like that. Yeah, I'm getting to push my agenda for real now. <laughs> but nah, bro. King's Disease 3. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Okay, like. And this King's Disease 3, this is a continuation. He's been doing this for quite a few years now. It started with King's Disease, where he got his first Grammy, for, which he really got hold because a few of his albums should have got Grammys, but that's neither here nor there. But with King's Disease 3. Man, it's just like, bro, he just he just don't miss. He don't miss. And with King Disease 3, another thing, um, that production was Hit Boy. He was all over that. Um, hip, him and Nas, that King, Hit Boy was all the production of all the King's Disease albums. And King's Disease 3, I ain't going to say it's the best because I like King's Disease 2 the most, um, in my opinion. But King's Disease 3, it was it was great because, like like I said, when I, when I say Nas, I, he's the greatest of all time because he – he from the '90s. He like from the original hip hop rap. So he got he he yeah he got the flows. He's the greatest for a reason, in my opinion. But um and like and like bro, he just keep on blessing the streets, bro. He just keep on he just keep on he just keep on giving us that heat. So <laughs> and like another thing, um I know I said I'm pushing my agenda, but like there's a difference between the reason why I have him over Jay Z for one is I remember someone um said. Jay Z flow sound like Jello <laughs> or something like that, and it just always made me laugh. And I just feel like the reason, because I respect Jay Z as an artist, what he's done, his accomplishments, all that. Don't get me wrong, but in terms of his flow, how he delivers, I just have to give I give Jay Z his flowers. But the better artist to me, the better who got the better flow, got the better bars, is without a doubt is is Nas is Nas Nasir. And it just and it just shows because like, but I remember seeing before um, cause like it's notorious known it was Nas and Jay Z was beefing for a long time in like the early late early in the nineties early two thousands type shit. Uh, like they was both from New York, they both big artists, and they both had dropped a few diss tracks sort of towards each other. But they made up they made up publicly, and then, so they're not cool now. But um before um, before he dropped the um, Kings of these three, I remember when Jay Z posted. That picture with him, him, all his Grammys, just doing some dry ass hating shit, bro. Like, cause like I said, Nas here, Nas doesn't have the Grammys that Jay Z does, but their careers both stack up pretty great. So, and just because he doesn't have the commercial success doesn't mean he's not as good, if not better. And I'm gonna say he's definitely better. Nah, argue with your mammy, whore. <laughs> Nah, but for real, cause like Jay Z not doing this, Jay Z not dropping no heat like this, and he know that. That's why he not. That's why he not in the studio. That's why he not gonna probably not get another album from Jay Z, cause he know he can't. His flow, I feel like he can't. He can't like Nas transitioned so great from like from the nineties, early two thousands to today's day and age trap rap hip hop. Like he does it effortlessly, and it's like I give a lot of I give a lot of props to um Hit Boy because like he he just told Nas to just don't think about it, just. Just go crazy. Just go, go beast mode. Go, go dummy. Don't even think about it. Just go, just go drop some bars in. 
And that, and that just, that really just, like, him working with Hitboy really invigorated his career because they've got multiple projects. And not just the King's Disease 3, um, I forgot, what was the, um, they dropped just, like, out of nowhere. I think it was, like, last December. Nice and Hit Boy, what was it? Yeah, Magic. Yeah, they dropped that in, uh, like, in December 21. And I was like, yeah, bro, this is just, like, this is why he's the GOAT. The greatest of all time, nigga. Oh, yeah, and it's Black History Month, so, like, I feel like all these artists, all these artists are black, right? So, yeah. Yeah, everybody, yeah, so shout out, shout out to us, man. Black History Month, we going crazy. But anyway, back to, back to Nas. So, yeah, like, King's Disease 3, some of my favorite songs on the album. Like I said, when a hit, when a producer is all over the album, I feel like the album is better because it's just, like, they're one, they're controlling all the type sounds, the small things in production type stuff so it just it just makes the album flow better it just it just it just that really just elevates the the albums really in my opinion like i said some of my favorite songs was um let me go back to the album sheesh tweaking um uh, some of my favorite songs from the album were uh michael and quincy done recession proof um to my last breath uh hood to hood 30, like, the first five, the first five albums, the first five songs on the album, no skips, no skips, and this is, again, if you, like, you gotta be, like, a hip, you know, I ain't gonna say you gotta be, like, a hip-hop fan, but you, like, you gotta be a fan of hip-hop, you gotta be a fan of, like, rapping bars, because that's, like, a lot of, a lot of, um, new age type rappers, they like more of, like, the flow sound and ad-libs and, and mumble rap type, but not really mumble rap, but it's just, like, their own type flow, so I don't wanna disrespect it, but it's, like, you gotta be a, 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 a appreciative of of the legends, the people who set the stone for what you're listening to today, which I I feel like not a lot of people do. A lot of people don't give him his flowers, but I guess I don't know. I really don't know why. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe people do, but I just don't. I just don't hear people bring bring him up, uh, bring him up as much as they should. But it is what it is. And like I said, some of my favorite, like I said, um, some I already said some of my favorite songs from the album, but Michael and Quincy, that um, I don't know exactly if the um, uh, I know, I know the names, but I just can't remember. I know Quincy Jones, but I forgot who the. It's really a brain fart because I remember I should have wrote this shit down. I always forget to write something down. But yeah, anyway, like I said, it's just a great overall album. If you're a fan of rap, if you, man, check the album out, please. I, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed because he has elements of all of today's day hip hop rap turn tr turn up trap rap and also like some of his elements of what made it yeah it's a great album bro give my man his flowers while he is alive please and then number five woo bro like when I say this this list was so hard to make I mean that <laughs> like especially with the top five. Whew, so let me let me catch my breath a little bit before we get into the last five. <sighs> okay. Got your little sip sip sippy. Alright, let me chill out. <laughs> okay, um number five, I have T Grizzly Chapters of the Trenches and we and I say T Grizzly went the fuck off, bro. T Grizzly with this album, he gave the blueprint for modern day trap albums. 
the bars in this album is fucking crazy. From the first from the first track to the a nice solid 13, 13 track album. From the first song to the last song. Like the way he the way he's able to the storytelling in this album is so crazy. Like bro, oh bro, like just just look at the the continuation. When I say storytelling, it's like look at the um track list. Jayan Twan one, Jay and Twan two, Jay and Twan three. Those all interconnecting stories from what it was like for him growing up. And like I say, I like when artists I love I love when artists like <clears throat> exp- like step out of line, try something different. Like like tell t- tell your story of like how it was growing up and and what it was like growing up where you grew up in the bad like bad parts of town. Tell your story, but in a different way, which is what he did. The storytelling in this album is so, bro. He went the fuck off. Shakespeare's classic, one of my favorite songs on the album, Robbie Four Part Five. Robbie, robbery part four and robbery part five. Miss Evans one and Miss Evans like he told some like he 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 brought up this he made some of his I'm guessing some of his childhood stories he put those stories into a song and he did it so effortlessly so great it was like the the storytelling you can see exactly what exactly what he's saying so like that album is fucking no skips no skips at all and if like you are a fan of the modern day trap rap and you you will love this album because like he went the fuck off <sighs> tigris i feel like another one of those underrated type artists he doesn't get all his type of respect and man put he put in D- detroit on the map shout out to detroit they got they they got quite a few good artists big sean 42 doug cash doll this is just a few um eminem of course so yeah duh can't forget about him but yeah that bro like i can't say i can't say i can't stress enough how the bars from that album go fucking please check out that album if you haven't please check out all these albums if you haven't because i feel like some of these are not 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 mainstream artists like um you might not know them but so please if you haven't heard these artists please check them out please i that's if i don't ask you for nothing else i ask you to check out these Check out these albums. See if I see if I'm see if see if I'm doing a good job of conveying how great these albums are. Seeing if you just like them for yourself. Please let me know what y'all think of these albums. Let me know what y'all think of this list. If y'all fucking with it or not. Like again, I try to be as unbiased as I can, but also promote my agenda at the same time. So it's just like ah, styles clash. Nah, oh, man, I make myself laugh, bro. I don't know about y'all, but I make my, I crack myself the fuck, I crack myself up. But yeah, like I said, um, easy transition from song to song. The storytelling, I gave some of my favorite songs, Shakespeare's classic, and the Jay and Twan series, and man, Miss Evans, like, bro, <laughs> he ain't have no busy going off like that. So shout out to T Grizzly, shout out to all these artists. Keep keep making great music. I fucks with it. Yeah. Okay, so at number four, we have West Side Boogie. More black superheroes. And man, what um I had to um like again when I say when I because I listen to when I say I one of the criteria I gave for these albums was how it ages. So I I like throughout the year I would always go back to all, all these albums on on my list. I went back to throughout the time. I'll play them randomly. Like when I listen to the album, I'll throw it in shuffle. Sometimes I'll play it 
Sometimes I'll play it from beginning to end, like just play it in order chronologically. Because something that's another thing, like what if you can like play an album with not in its direct order and still enjoy it, that's a I feel like that gives the album more props because you don't always if you some not everybody wants to listen to the song in sequential order. Some people might just have a few favorite songs, like maybe some of the last half might be their best. But if you can just like mix it up, mix it up, and just yeah, you can listen to it in any kind of way. It's, it just shows, it just for me, it just shows how good the album kind of ages. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, and so West Side Boogie. So, yeah, man, and West Side Boogie, also known as Boogie, also known as Mr. Lips. Well, I said not Mr. Lips. Hold on, pause. No, not uh, Lisp, because he is one of the few artists, like, it is, he has a Lisp, but he doesn't let that deter him from, from how great he is. He's had great projects in the past. So I wasn't expecting nothing less. Everything for sale. Uh, I don't know if Thirst for, Yeah, Thirst for... Yeah, I've been fucking with Boogie for a minute, but... Yeah, and uh, more black superheroes. And he he goes into a lot with this album. He goes into a lot of how it's brought up, like how he is in therapy and, like, does shit like that. So, we, like, again, he expands his sound. He goes outside of his comfort range. He might have addressed, like, how he... Um, some of his, like, growing up and, like, dealing with his life. He might have addressed that in some of his previous albums but like he had like i just like how he did it more in this album like someone growing up and like i think like not having a father and now he's a guy who has kids and stuff like how it's kind of affecting him he just does a very good job it's like the great productions like um the ad lib well not really the ads like the um when people when artists like use like you know when artists throw like voicemails in from like people who, like females um saying whatever whatever blah 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 any kind of issue doing like voicemails or like female like voiceovers to the song the production that something that just makes the album better songs better just like it just it just those it just increases the production to the song and may adds more sentiment so yeah for me some of my favorite songs on the album was um nonchalant lol lol shaking my head two was another good one and it can't even lie and then with can't even lie he had a soldier boy feature um i was a fan of soldier boy like back when he first came out with some of his like newer stuff i didn't really fuck with but soldier boy came in he matched flows with him and i was like okay soldier okay big draco big draco shout my nigga t but um yeah so i didn't can't can't get over you had a nice song with drum powerful two anthony war and um windows down a great ass feature with um snoop dogg two west side artists collabing coming together make a great ass song and that like that was one of my favorites because it's like um one of the songs he had, um, it was like, bro, you been, he said, bro, you've been lighting that bump forever. Light that shit and pass it. That's just like, that, like I said, it's like some of the small things. It's just like certain things just like elevate the album and just makes it better to me. And he did that a lot. And I, I didn't even realize he dropped a deluxe. I didn't even really heard the deluxe. So I've got to check out the deluxe. I'm already knowing if the deluxe is keeping the energy from the album, it's already going to, it's going to be a bop. You know what I mean? So yeah, and um, man, like and he just like I said, he got that unique type flow. He like he uses his speech impediment to his advantage, and so shout out to him. Westside Boogie, stand up. Shout out to Eminem, signing him to his roster. Shady Records, yeah, man, stop playing with him. Put some respect on his name. But people, people respect Boogie. I feel like he he gets he has a people he gets his flowers for the most part. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Hey, man, I'm going through this. But we now, now when we get to the 
the real nitty gritty, the top three. <laughs> the top three, man. This is this is the top, bro. This when I, I've said it already, but I'm gonna say it again. When I said this was so hard, it was because I was like, with the top three, with the whole, well, really the whole list. I kept trying to see, like, man, I had to, I had to listen to them. Like when I was making the list, when I was making this list, I was listening to all these albums, a little few songs from each album, just like hitting shuffle some of the favorite songs as I was making this list. But um, so man, when I say this top three was like. Hey man, can't make everybody happy, but I feel like this is a, a pretty damn good solid top three. Solid good, a very solid top three. And at number three, we have Vince Staples with Ramona Park Broke My Heart. And uh, again, with um, Vince Staples, I'm, I haven't always been the biggest fan. I've been following him with some of his work, some of his um albums like FM and Staples, were like, but I've... Like with previous, I guess I, I'm since I've, like I said I've never been the biggest fan. I guess I didn't really give yeah, as much of attention. I just like a few songs from the album here and there I like or download. But yeah, but with this one, like I said, I've been, been trying to be better with how I consume music, you know. So um, I, um, like I, I listened when it first came out. I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, so cause I saw so like I had to give myself some time, let it age, come back to it after a few days, which I did. Cause he had a he had a few good songs like, even though I didn't really like the album like when I first listened to it like the song he had with Little Baby, East Point Prayer was a dope ass album. And I was like, man, if he if he can keep this, I was like, let me go back to this album because if he can, if he can have that kind of chemistry, have that kind of how who how do I want to say this? That him that song was so good. I was like, if he can keep this same energy throughout the whole album, maybe that whole album would be pretty good. And but and when I say he damn near did a. He did a very, he did a goddamn good, great ass job. Shout out to Vince Staples. He made me more of a fan. I'm excited um, for more of his work because, like, bro, the storytelling, the production, him telling the stories of his kids, like some of the trials and tribulations he's went through. Uh, I don't know if it was him himself or some of his friends, some of his close homies, some of his close bros. But yeah, he's like, um, hey, free the homies. Uh, he got a great song with. Mustard, um, called Magic, When Sparks Fly, which is a song before East Point Prayer, Slide, um, Lemonade, Paper Cuts, like, bro, like, the the spirit of Monster Cody, I think that's my favorite from the album, I think it's just, like, the, the story, to, um, I believe, just, like, the, just the production, just, and the overall, just the song itself, which is a great-ass song, sometimes you just, you just hear a song, it's like, damn, yeah, you can, you can just feel it. And that was one of those songs. And then Rose Street, like the whole album, really, the whole 15, 16, 16 track album, very minimal. It only got like, it only has really only two features, Ty Dolla Sign and Lil Baby, because Mustard is a producer. And I think Vince Staples is a, another West Coast guy. And Mustard is a West Coast um, producer. So I like to see them type linking up. And Ty Dolla Sign, I think he's from L.A. But yeah, this, this made me a, a very big fan of Vince Staples. And I wasn't before, but shout yeah, shout out to Teezy, man. This is this is a very dope ass album, man. I props given, game recognized, game for real. Cause yeah, this is cause um I remember like I think it was like I guess when the album um when the album first dropped a little bit before it dropped, he was, I was seeing them um Acre commercials. I was like, I, don't know, I never thought I'd see a rapper getting um endorsement for our car, but hey, him doing things you never seen before, but. Yeah, shout out to Vince Staples, bro. If you haven't heard that album, Ramona Park Broke My Heart. 
check that out. Bro, get run that album up because if, I I think you'll like the album. Check it out, please. Please. No, I ain't, I ain't really, but it's a great ass album. Great, great album. Man, I kinda wish I had people to like go back and forth with cause see if um but uh, it is what it is. But um yeah, it's a great ass album. Please check it out if you haven't heard. And at number two, yeah, number, we got the top two, the top two. Y'all ready for the top two, man? I don't think y'all ready. <laughs> at number two, we have Lil Durkio Schmirkio. We got Lil Dirk, 7220. Stop playing with Dirk like you ain't like that. Schmirkio. Man, that was man, that was another great album. Durkio is just man. I'm, when I be, when I say Durkio is like that, people don't people ain't don't be listening, bro. Like Dirk been he been having a great he had a great ever since just cause y'all waited too, bro. He been killing features. He been collab album with Lil Baby. He had the voice, the man. He just been killing features. He been every every song he's every song he's been on for a feature for a different artist. He kills the feature. And then he's got he had and like I like I said earlier he had his own his OTF label only the family they dropped they collab out with Mad Max and he just he fucking he crazy if you ain't heard Mad Max about Lil Durk in future bro he bro you want to see Dirk rapping a lot of people want to knock Dirk for his singing Dirk his auto tune Dirk like you 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 like some of his latest songs from his um seven two two zero production you he be rapping so he not every he not just a singer like. Motherfuckers be saying, like, in his early career, he was like that. And some his career didn't get off to the best start. A lot of label issues, well-documented. So now he's really gotten to his lane, and he's, he's coming for the next. He's kept coming for the next. Like, he's really been number one, number one, number one, in my opinion, like, the number one of the number, one number one of the number one artists. Like, it's like Dirk, 21 Savage, Lil Baby. Like, he is in that upper echelon. And he he he's just showing his range. He's just showing how good he is, and he's just getting started. Like uh, like I said, people be knocking Dirk for his auto tune, but wait till he drop that. Him and Metro Boomer drop that no auto Dirk. The streets need that, I, bro. I'm when that drop, don't talk to me at all. Don't talk to me. Don't call me. Don't text me. I will be locked in. I will be locked fucking locked the fuck in. Yeah, bro. Like like I said, great production. Bro, like one of the singles to that album, he had Broadway Girls, and and with that song, it was like a bro. He brought country, like urban pop, country, and hip hop rap, and made a I made a hit single. And at first, I wasn't really fucking with the song because it had Morgan Wallen. I'm not just bit the biggest Morgan Wallen fan, but I was like, bro, he he really he really done did this shit. Like he he really done like no one, no not that I've heard of again. Like no one's. Brought two genres together like he did. And that song did fucking numbers. And that's not even the best song on the album. That's just one of the hit singers to just get. And he already had Buzz. Like, bro. So, like, started from what it's like him growing up. Had to stand in his grandma's place. 7220 day address. Chicago. Head tap. So, you like like I said, you get the rapping, though. You get the you get some vibes, though. You get the him with um Summer Walker Differences. Federal Nightmares. Growing up, keeping it on speaker. What happened to Virgil? Paying homage to Virgil Abloh. Long, rest in peace, long live Virgil. The iconic designer. Shoe designer, clothes designer. Gone too soon. He got another hit single with Future. Petty 2. And he, bro, he's promoting that. 
Like, he promoted that. I know it was a clean version he promoted on late night television, but, like, rappers promoting songs on late night television is is really wild to me because, like, late night television is, them. it's, like, white people when what they watch late at night before they go to bed. Like, I don't really watch late night television like those late night talk show hosts. I mean, I really watch that shit. I really be watching cable like that anyway. So, but, yeah, like, cause I remember seeing him perform that, him and Future perform that, even though, like I said, it was the clean version. But he just, that's just him delivering in the great different audiences that was just always something that stood out to me but um, my favorite favorite song of that album is love is oh shit excuse me is love dior banks and the reason why i like that's my favorite song on the album is how the album starts yeah that he had his daughter i'm guessing that's his daughter's name D, um dior banks because anyway i'm guessing that's his daughter's name but it's like he had his daughter in the first part of the song. He's like, I love my... But that shit is so hard. And then after that, and it's like that. You hear that... Um, for those of you are familiar with like how um, old record player days, like when you put that record on that record player and you just hear that little that little scratch before the song. I, I, that's, I love hearing that shit. That's why I love um, I love records so much. I can't... Another reason why I can't wait to build in my record player collection because I got a few. But I want to... But I definitely want to expand it. But yeah, that just... Like that that's like again, like I said, them hidden nuggets in production. Like Love Dior Banks with the fuck up went the fuck off. And another thing, like when I, when I bring up these trap rap albums, it's like it's so hard for me for um uh, for me to put include some of these albums, but like because with trap rap, it's like it's only so much you can like from most of the albums, like only so much you can say and so when you like from like how most of the albums go is like fucking bitches and getting money and selling drugs, all that type of shit, like trap rap type shit but when you like <clears throat> when you go deeper say into the music and like tell your story like I, it just brings the production it just makes the album better like i said love your banks um federal nightmares smoking and thinking like he's had legal troubles all that shit barbarian like bro like no interviews like that was one of the best rapping rapping dirk songs and like he has some crazy type bars but <laughs> Every artist has some crazy type bars, but yeah, they're like, heat, bro, no heat, bro, stop playing with smirk, smirky old, dirky old, and yeah, I'm pushing my agenda, um, I'm a huge Dirk fan, been, been following for a hot ass minute, like, give him his flowers, bro, please, stop, stop playing with him, stop playing like he's not like that, a few artists, stop playing with, bro, yeah, bro, stop playing, please stop playing, dirky old, smirky old, perky old, but yeah, let me chill out. But yeah, like that another another thing. Like a lot of these albums I'm mentioning is minimum skips to no skips. And when I say minimum skips, like one or two skips, it really just depends on what you're trying to hear. If you're trying to listen to a specific type song, because really all these albums is like no skips, really. Okay, we got number two, and now with number one, this is just <laughs> and this album was so good, Brian. This um. This album was so good. Shout out to Atlanta. Zone 6. I might have gave him the way of who I think this album goes to. Shout out to Dreamville. Shout out to J. Cole. This is not a J. Cole album, but this is a, a Dreamville artist. Shout out to my nigga Jitty Jid. Stop playing with him. Bro, Jitty. Bro. Jid went the fuck off. He went. I've been waiting on this Jid album too. Because it's been. His last album was um DiCaprio 2, which came out in 2018. So he had a. Get a nice little um, longer than normal for. Um, he's been in features and stuff. He has um, the Dreamville collab albums and stuff. 
I mean, yeah, shout out to Dreamville because they had another. They also had a um that label album. I forgot to mention um, Revenge of the Dreamer. Oh, let me just look it up. Revenge of the Dream. Let me see. Revenge. Yeah, Revenge of the. Nope. Oh shit. What's the name of that album? Well, I forgot the name of the album, but y'all, uh, Dreamville fans, y'all know who I'm talking. What album I'm talking about? Shit. D Day, that 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 Gangsta Grills D Day, yeah, I think that's what it was. But anyway, back to JID, like from beginning to end. GD, all right, let me let me let me print up, let me throw some more of my agenda um, from GDG, man. I, in my opinion, because Dreamville has a very stacked roster. Dreamville got Loot, Boss, Ari Linux, well, Ari Linux more R and B, but Earth Gang, uh, I think Pivot. Uh, maybe not people. Um, I forgot everybody who's on um, Dreamville's roster, but Dreamville's roster is very stacked. They got motherfuckers who can rap. They're not as uh, not everybody as is known. Like Ari Lennox and J Cole and Jet. I'm pretty sure all I feel like are the everybody knows them. Not like the mainstream. And with this album, this weight was it was not disappointing. It starts going crazy. Galaxy Radar and like Radar is like bro. He he shows how how diverse his flow is. He goes into his bag. He pulls out different type flows in the same song. And another thing with this album, like when he dropped the single "Surround Sound" Twenty One Savage, I was like, "Oh my goodness, good God, good googly moogly, Jesus Christ!" I was like, "Yes," because like I said, when artists live up to their potential that I know they can, it just hits different. It hits different. It hits different, and. Jid did not disappoint. Crack Sandwich, Can't Punk Me, him and Earth Gang going crazy. Like I said, they surround sound. Like Butter Nim, Sister Nim, it's like a great continuation. With He got a great feature from Dirk. Like I said, Dirk just promoting my Dirk agenda. Yeah, you know me. And then Sister Nim, and then Can't Make You Change. Him and R. Linux, they, they always do good together. Like, yeah, man. R. Linux on the hook saying, man... And then the production of that song at the end, at the end, all throughout the song, it was just an overall great song. Just like Jid's flow is, it goes every. It, he has multiple different kind of flows, man. He is Jiddy Jid over everybody. Best one on the Dreamville roster besides J Cole. And yes, um, for those who think he is uh, pushing my agenda again. For all those who think Boss is Boss is dropping an album soon, so he better come with it because. I already don't. I already think he be. He already. I think he's kind of been disappointed. He he he. I mean, I expect more from Boss because one. He is a he is a New York artist, so I expect folks from New York to come from East Coast to come with it, and sometimes he a lot of his work, in my opinion, he underperforms hella. He's had great songs. Don't get me wrong, but it's overall just that's my only problem with Boss. I feel like he just don't, he's not, he's not coming with it as hard as he knows he can. Because when he coming with it, like, Boss is, he dropping them bars. But, like I said, bro, it's clear, in my opinion, and with this album, definitely clear. Like, the gap between him and Boss is, and Boss got to come on with this next album, which he just recently released. I'm like, I was like, about time, because I've been running also, just in time, like, the whole album, beginning, beginning, middle, end of the album. Great features, they all pretty much elevated, and a lot of, yeah, money, better days, like, bro, the whole album is great, I wish I could have um, seen him, I wish I could have seen him in concert performing with his tours, 
And I wish I could have seen a lot of people in concert. I need to start going to more music concerts. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and like I said, um, Radar Can't Make You Change, Brother Them Hit Singles, Best on Dreamville, man. If y'all haven't heard this, uh, uh, shame on you. If you haven't heard, I can't really say shame on you because not everybody be locked in on music like uh, some of me and my friends do. So, uh, but yeah, if y'all haven't heard any of these albums, please go check them out. Try, listen, try something new. Listen to something new to them ear holes. Let, the, let them ear no, I'm gonna, I ain't going to say that. Yeah, just um, <laughs> expand your range, man. Just uh, That's all I ask. But um, let me know what y'all think of this list. And um, also, with this, like I said, with, with this being said, there was a lot of honorable mentions. Um, some of the, Let me tell you some of the honorable mentions. Uh, I had Meg The Stallion because I, I got a supporting rep. I, I like that album a lot. Her, and she, a lot of, she dressed a lot in that album. Very solid album I liked. Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music and Zion, a very I think it was a ten track album, which I I'm I'm a big Lupe fan. I've been been a fan of Lupe since Lasers. I was listening to him in high school, and he kind of like I ain't gonna say fell off, but he kind of just like stopped making music, doing other things, and so he, it came out of nowhere. So I was like, this is very he's like he's like one of those hip hop guys. He's not gonna not gonna give you like the hits and bangers. He gonna he's like one of those he's one of those rappers, but I feel like not a lot of people know about him. Um, but yeah, and then Smino Love for Rent. It was another very solid album. Um, a lot of a lot of with these a lot of the, while there are honorable mentions because I didn't listen to them as much. Also, um, G Herbo Survivor's Remorse, Big Walk Dog, Trick City, Future I Never Liked You, Lacey Jackson with his album that he dropped. Um, let me see who else. Yeah, Loot. Um, Loot album Goldmouth. It was very solid, but th with those albums, I didn't listen to them as much. Like when Future first dropped, I listened to it a lot, but I haven't gone back to it as much unless um only for a few specific songs, like Puffin' on Zooties, um, and I saw the hit song with um, him and Drake, and yeah, and then um, the song he got with Dirk on his Deluxe, and some of the some Deluxe songs he got with Doug and Lil Baby and STG. But yeah, it was, <laughs> bro, when I say making this... This was so hard. Oh, also Saba. Um, what was the name of that Saba album? Because Saba's another one of those underrated artists from Chicago. He always, he, he one of those very much underappreciated artists. But um, yeah, he, he dropped that album, Few Good Things. And that was a very, very good album. It dropped early in the year. So um, throughout the year, I didn't go to it as much, but I did go back to it. So that was another good, it was, man, man, this, this was hard as fuck. And also like when, um when, it's easier for me to um, analyze and dissect hip hop and R and B, hip hop and rap albums, trap albums, and because, but there were. Don't get it wrong. I, that's not all I listen to. I do listen to R and B a little bit of alternative. So I do have some. Um, um, I didn't put them on the list because you can't really that compare them be, to the other hip hop rap albums because it's different lanes, different things to dissect with R and B albums. But like some of my favorite R and B um, artists dropped from this year was Omar Apollo, SZA. And Ari Lennox and Omar Apollo, um, I was late to the party on him. Like he been <laughs> Omar Apollo, man. He, hey, bro. He, he, he. Every song he makes, it, I feel like it's just man. Like he, he's one of those. He, he's English and Spanish. He be doing a little rapping on. He be rapping. He be, bro. <laughs> he's one of my favorite. He's become one of my favorite um R and B type artists. I think Lucky Day also dropped the album, but um, I didn't really give him honorable mention because. Um, it was good at first, but I didn't really get that much replay. But only a few songs. 
And like, yeah, a lot of yeah. So, but yeah, Omar Apollo, um, Ivory, that was a great ass song. No skips at all. Like, Bad Life of Kali Uch is one of my favorite. Evergreen, Petrified, Waiting on You, uh, Invisible. He got a Daniel Caesar feature, bro. Like the whole album, like, bro. Like, what really made me? What really made me a fan of um. Omar, I think it was once from his 2020 album, Apollonio. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know which song it was, but he had a dope-ass guitar solo. I was like, yeah, I like that. I love bro, I love the instrumentation because, like like I said, it just when you have like a guitar solo, you just had that trumpet going off of that piano or that violin. It just makes the song sound better. Instruments and bars go. Instruments, yeah, duh, instruments is part of music, duh, but it just... It just elevates it to another level, in my opinion, like I said. And also, SZA dropped her long-awaited album. I think SZA's album was like um, five-plus years, two people waiting on SZA since Control. Yes, that, yeah, five-year five, um, five wait, and that was, um, shout-out to SZA, because I, not that I know of, not that I knew of until I found out later, but, like, there was a lot of things she was going through of, um, a little context of SZA, people don't keep up with. I remember when I went to, um, I seen her in concert like quite a few years ago. I think it may have been like 2019, maybe. It was like a TDE Dream Fest. It was in Houston. And um, when she was performing it, I was like something like with her vocals, like she had to go through coaching to just like to get her vocals and singing back. And even though it's not all the way there, you can still, she was, bro, SZA was singing. She was rapping her ass over that with, um, that album SOS, that bro, that album was a vibe, and her album cover matches the album so great because it's just like her sitting on. It's just that album is. I was not always the biggest Scissor fan, uh, but this and it took it was like some of her features. You have some of her previous albums. She, I was like, oh okay, maybe I was a little, maybe I was a little wrong. Maybe on on that on that um analysis, but um yeah, Scissor. Shout out to Scissor. SOS, some of my favorites were Kill Bill. Well, that was really one of my favorites. That was one of the hit singles. Kind of got played out by um, TikTok and stuff. But one, some of my favorites, Smoking on My X-Pack, um, Ghost in the Machine, Open Arms, Forgive Us, but Old Dirty Bastard. Shout out to the Wu-Tang, man. Wu-Tang forever. What? Stop playing. East Coast. Don't, people don't, bro. Yeah. East Coast, man. East, East Coast rappers where it started at. Wu-Tang. Um... Wu-Tang, Nas, Jay-Z, uh, it's a whole lot of us, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but um, Jadakiss, Cameron, I think they like, East Coast artists, bro, they, it, start, it all started in the East Coast, so it's good to see, like, especially it's good to see ODB, rest in peace, long live ODB, uh, one of the members of Wu-Tang, one of my favorite rap groups of all time. So it was good to see that. Good to see her pull that kind of feature because that was like something I was not expecting to see. And when I seen the tracklist, I was like, "Oh, okay." But yeah, shirt. One of, another one of my favorites. Another one of those singles specials. Like she was singing, she was doing a little rapping. I was like, "Yeah." And so it was very much worth the wait. I wish I didn't have to wait five years. Like same with Kendrick Lamar, but and the same. Well, yeah, it was for about four years, but same. And um, also Ari Lennox. Dreamville again, shout out to them. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. There was definitely more R&B artists that dropped, but um, I guess I didn't say them all. Also, Beyonce had a very good album, but hers was a lot more like pop, and I like I said, I can't really analyze them as much as the other hip hop and rap albums. But Beyonce's album was good. Um, 
I know her tickets for tour. She going on tour for her album. I know they going crazy. Brought the memes and Twitter. <laughs> they going crazy. I ain't gonna say everything I seen, but yeah. But back to our Linux, her album, Age, Sex, and Location. It was it was a very great. Like Ari Linux always had the vocals. She could always sing her ass. I've always been an Ari Linux fan, especially since well, really like uh, one of my favorite songs by Ari Linux is from the um, Creed soundtrack, Shea Butter Baby. And I was like, oof! Every every time I hear that song, I'll be like, oh my god, oh my like yeah. And then leak it like, and she got a song. She and she collabed with some of the best R and B artists of. Uh, in the R&B game today, her, Summer Walker, Chloe, uh, Lucky Day, like, so she's not afraid to go at it with some of the heavy hitters in R&B game, so it's, I like that a lot, but yeah. So, um, again, like I said, let me know what y'all think about um this list. Let me know if y'all agree, disagree, or what y'all don't like, what y'all disagree about. We can talk about it. I, I'm always open to have open dialogue, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> But again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I didn't have a song today this time, but but I gave y'all 10 great albums to go listen to if you haven't heard. So those are the songs of the day. And um, until next time, I'm, I'm going to try to get back on my making some music episodes. I've really been, really in the past few months and stuff, it's really just been putting out the um, my sports talk episodes with me and my bro Tim. But I'm trying to get back into the music where I really originally started making podcasts to talk music, culture, and everything else. But um yeah, so I'm gonna I really just be lazy. <laughs> but uh yeah, bro, I'm I'm gonna try to get back to it. I gotta I gotta get that get get back at this crowd, getting more comfortable behind the mic and stuff. It really just takes um being dedication and making I gotta just stick to it really and not just be so wishy washy when I record. But I wanna thank y'all again for tuning into the Go Talk Podcast. Wishing love and peace and wealth and prosperity and and just all around good vibes spreading love man everybody listening everybody if you're not listening hope y'all doing good hope y'all living it up hey man even if you're just going through it man it's a it's a marathon not a sprint so hard times don't last tough times don't last but tough people do so hey man just keep it pushing uh just motivation for myself motivation for everybody so um man just peace love and Till next time, peace. Ah, we out. You are listening to the Don't Talk Podcast. 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 Podcast.